Welcome to a special edition of the Friends Series here on TK's A Brigade. That's right, I'm your host, TK, along with Chris, a.k.a. Doe. Hi, hi, hi. As my ride-along. He's my uh, ride-or-die when it comes to uh, all things good, bad, and ugly. I like the way you put that. Yeah, yeah, that's good stuff. We've been on the Good, the Bad, and the Ugly series, or the Friendship series, as some of you who've been listening have been following. Last week we left off, I was telling a story about a crazy, psychotic (laughs) woman who uh, did a seance with her coven, and my name and phone number were brought to them. From what she told me, they were brought to them, this coven of witches, male and female witches, uh, they conjured a spirit to find someone to create a child my name and phone number came up that's what happened and she duped me into being uh with her in that regard and then and then no right no more and then (laughs) yeah so she got me completely freaked out i'm living in loveland 2004 right there on uh 402 down the street from Thompson Valley High School. What was her name? That's a great question because she had like four different names. I I had started uh, school that year and she would follow me to class. She would follow me to front range and she would leave six page handwritten letters on the windshield of my car. And in those letters, I I really wish that at some point I would have kept them because uh, she would ramble. She would like in one letter, her name would be Tiffany. One name, like one letter, her name would be Sarah. One letter, it would be a different name. And she would go on these tangents for two or three pages about her life. Uh, the things that she had learned in the coven that she was raised in and all the types of witchcraft that she has um, like done while she's lived in Loveland and all the things that her parents had done and were doing at the current state. I had to change my phone number. But before I did that, Chris, this is what happened. So you remember the, the, the seasons of the, the nasty bathtub tweak. Yes, unfortunately. There was this stuff back in the day. It was called ice, or it was like a like a crystal meth, but it was it was potent stuff. One night, I'm in I'm in Fort Collins at Janelle's house, and uh, a buddy of mine lived across the way. His name was Josh. Uh, he was dealing this stuff, and so I went over to his house. Uh, I was staying at Janelle's house. I went over to his house. We're sitting there playing Gran Turismo, and we're doing bong rips of uh, of meth which I had never done bong rips of meth before. <laughs> this is like right in like March of, uh, I don't know, if, yeah, end of February, yeah, 2004. Just trying to recollect, get my memory straight. Sitting there doing bong rips. Go back to Janelle's house, high as a kite on meth, but very cognitive. You, you know what I mean? Like Yes. So go back to Janelle's. It's like 11, it was 11.47 at night. I sat down, I had shut my phone off because it was almost dead and I sat down and I plugged in 2003 Madden on Nick's PlayStation and I started playing Madden and as I was playing Madden I turned my phone back on there were six messages on my phone wow earlier that night she had called me crying I was sitting in the parking lot with Nick I had gone to the grocery store to get Janelle some staple stuff and Nick was with me and this girl this psychotic which who had been stalking me now for like two months called me and this is right like a week before I had finally changed my phone number but she called me and told me that she was afraid for her life because they were there at her house they 
she's telling me through tears that they will not leave, that they are there at her house. And I said, well, who are they? Who? Well, first I said, well, who is he? And she said, it's not a he. I said, well, who is she that won't leave? And she said, it's not a she, it's a they. And I said, well, who are they? She goes, you wouldn't understand if I told you. <laughs> I said, okay. So fast forward, 1147, turn my phone on, six messages, bruh. I'm not kidding you, though. The the six voicemails that this girl left was seriously like a horror Six? Movie. Six. Obsessed much? The first one. So I hit send. I listened to it, okay? And in the background of the voicemail, it starts off. It literally started off like a horror movie. I could probably write a horror script just from this, like this scene in my life. There was like this... Creepy. Sound in the background. I'm sitting in a dark room, high as a kite on meth, bro. But I'm cognitive. I I can I still remember what I was wearing. <laughs> and I remember listening to the voicemail and that sound was in the background. And all of a sudden, this girl's voice comes on, Travis, don't you realize we got what we wanted from you? You gave us what we wanted, which was seed for a child. Yeah, she's that's creepy already. The five messages after that were her crying or laughing. It was the creepiest thing I've ever heard in my life. Bro, I literally threw my phone out of the room and it went it went into the hallway and it bounced down the stairs. Ugh. The next day I, I went home, bro, and I sat on my bed and I tore all my posters off my wall. Because I was like, okay, God, what are you doing <laughs> with me? Because this is the weirdest thing I've ever happened to me. 2004, first week of April, going to a church in Loveland called Good Shepherd Church. And um, to do a quick rewind, when we lived in Laporte, in the house in Laporte, and I hear this voice say to me, you're going to go to prison. And I'm like, I like an audible voice. And I looked around the room because I thought somebody was in the room with me. And I was like, what? What are you talking about? And I heard the voice again say, you're going to go to prison. And I, I sat there petrified, man. <laughs> so five years later, I'd been going to that church. Uh, if you remember Nicole from 2000, oh, yeah. right? Her old man uh, was the sound guy. His name was Bob. And he was a sound guy at, uh, at the church. So I'm walking around going to church and I come around the corner and this guy comes walking towards me and he's dressed like John Gotti crew. He stops me. Never met this guy before in my life. He stops me in the hallway and he says to me to my and looks me right in the eye and says to me, you're going to go to prison. And I was like, what? Just randomly. Who are you? Yeah, randomly. I said, who are you, bro? He's like, wait for a phone call because you're going to get a phone call. And when you get that phone call, you need to step up. Bruh, I'm like, well, who are you? He's like, you'll you'll find out soon enough. I walk away. Sitting at home. Two hours later, I get a phone call. I'm like, hello? Yeah, is this Travis? And I said, yeah, man, who's this? Uh, This is Phil Brewster. I am the uh, one of the leadership guys for uh, this prison team called Warriors for Christ. And we're going into Arkansas Valley State Prison here in about a month. Uh, we want you to go with us, and you should go with us. As a matter of fact, you have to go with us. Uh, we're meeting tonight at my house. You need to be there about 7. <laughs> Come to find out, the guy that stopped me in the hallway ended up being one of my groomsmen in my wedding. His name is Richard Houle. I don't, I don't remember Houle him. Houle was part of that team. Yeah, so it was you and Troy and Ryan, and then Houle was at the end of the, of the line. But yeah, Houle was one of my groomsmen. 2004, I go into prison for the very first time. 
And Arkansas Valley Prison is down in Ordway. It's down by Pueblo. It's a, a level three. So the, the way that uh, Colorado prisons do it, they do one through five. This was a level three prison, which had a, a separate section for uh, for chomos. Do you know what a chomo is? Um, yes. Now, now society is calling them maps. Have you heard that term? No, but uh, society is also trying to make them legitimized. Right, that's what MAP stands for. It stands for oh, Minor Attracted Persons. Disgusting. That's what MAP stands for. Go into prison. First time ever. Standing in a room with 67 dudes. 90% of those guys were doing two-plus life sentences consecutive back-to-back. They ain't, they ain't going nowhere. So if they decided to kill any one of us at that <laughs> moment, for whatever reason, nope. it wouldn't matter to them. So this is 2004. I think well, I don't know. So I, I, where were you at? I, where? Because I'm talking about me. So I've been talking about me for like That's 15 fine. minutes. Where were you at in 04? I, I know, but where were you? Do you remember? So you were doing the maintenance. I would have right? been. Yeah, I would. I would have been living in that apartment complex in Johnstown by the car wash, attempting to, and I'm air quoting with my hands, um, do maintenance on that building and keep it running. Um, I didn't do anything. Um, I actually went into the crawl space underneath that whole building for like an hour and just hung out and like smoked cigarettes and just relaxed. Uh, but I did all that. Okay. <laughs> I did all that because I got free rent. Uh, it's kind of dirty, but whatever. Um, what was dirty? It's just, it's just, it's just dirty to, to lie and fake that you're doing something to get free rent. It's, it's almost like... Oh, so you were pretending Correct. to work, but really you yes, were just yes, getting yes, free yes, rent. Yes. Okay. Well, you know, I mean, hey, we all do right, things right. sometimes, right? So you're living in you're living in Johnstown. Your your uh, your fake yes. maintenance, pretend maintenance. Fairly certain I was doing heating and air as a full time day job, and then getting home, you know, having you know making myself because it was by myself, you know, make myself dinner and then go play video games. And then occasionally go up and visit the, and I'm, I'm quoting again, the manager, <laughs> and just go and visit her. Okay, so you're you're doing uh, maintenance. You're living for free uh, in yep. back in Johnstown. Day or uh, the liquor store is right around the corner. Was right around the corner. Yes. Right. That was the uh, that was the uh, the famous liquor store because we used to buy cigarettes underage there. Okay, so Dominic's. Oh, Dominic's Pizza, geez. dude, bomb pizza. Dominic's Pizza. It was. It was good. I love that uh, yeah. Is it, it is. still there in Johnstown? I think. You say was. Does that mean it? It lost its. Uh, no, I said was to the liquor store. Or what? Oh, so that's gone. Yeah, there's a big, long, drawn-out story. I'm not going to talk about it on here. Some bad things happened. The, the cartels came in and took it over. Basically. All right. So 2004, you're living in Johnstown. I'm living in uh, Loveland. I made a conscious decision that I was going to uh, hop, skip it, and jump back to the FOCO. I hey, started uh, college that semester at Front Range, met a couple of cats, Ian and Mike Burkett. Burkett had this house, bro, that his grandma told him, hey, as long as you're in college and as long as you pay me uh, you know, a, a certain amount of money a month for rent uh, to pay the mortgage, essentially, you can live there. This was a six-bedroom, four-bath, like three, 3,800-square-foot house. I mean, huge, bro. And he lived there by himself, and this guy was a bum. He didn't pay his grandma anything. So I moved, so he's like, hey, man, so back up a little bit. So he's like, hey, man, I got some rooms for rent. You know, I'll rent you the master bedroom for 400 a month. You have your own bathroom. That will cover all the utilities, water, and the sewage and everything. 
and you can move in. I was like, perfect. I don't remember who that is. I don't remember who that Burkett, is. The guy that I lived with for a year? Yeah, I don't. Yeah, he he's easy to forget. We get into the summer. I moved there. So I moved out of Sean and Shannon's. I moved in there uh, July 1st of 2004. Started. I was still working with your dad at Mayflower. You were doing the maintenance and living with... Uh, uh, the all the fun people and the cartels there at the free uh, the free <laughs> the cartel and uh, <laughs> so we get that's right because you did work for the old man uh, when I didn't yeah oh yeah for a while I forgot all about that oh yeah because I was still in that mode so I had gotten the Subaru because Uncle Todd had gotten married that year do you remember that he got married that June 04 yes I do Troy came out and uh, the church had given me, so I'd blown up. So that May of 04, I'd blown up my Thunderbird finally. Remember I kept putting uh, coolant in it and it kept overheating on me. Do you remember all that? Yes. Fun times. We did a lot of work to that car. Oh, yeah. And so I uh, blew it up finally on the way home from work one day. Uh, parked it off 120th and I-25. And uh, started driving my mom's car for like a month. And then the church uh, had this car program where they gave cars to needy people. And they had this little white Subaru. Do you remember the little white Subaru? <sighs> no, I don't actually. The little Impreza. I do not. Anyways. Um, so, yeah. So, living at uh, Burkett's, living in the master bedroom. Uh, July or June, uh, Uncle T gets married. Him and Jody get married out in uh, Fort Morgan. And I had gotten that car. I was still working with your dad. You're doing your thing. Uh, we get through the summer of that of that year. We get towards the fall, and uh, I am working full time with your dad, just knocking it out, making all kinds of money. Yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> and uh, you know, we get into the fall. We get into the into the Christmas time, and um, we get towards. Right around the beginning of December, this was a pivotal year. Now, December, I am on Yahoo Personals. You ever did Yahoo Personals? I've never, ever done personals in my life. I'm scared of them. Have mercy. I meet this woman online, and she's uh, she's a native of Loveland, and She's got this picture online of her sitting in her living room, and she's got this little skirt on and shoes, and she's a blonde, and I'm like, ah, she's kind of cute. So I say hello, and she responds, and we start talking, and uh, I find out that she actually worked at this place in Fort Collins called Foley's. It's it's now a Macy's, but uh, it's a department store. And uh, so I ask her, I say, hey, you know, would you like to meet up for coffee or caramels or whatever, you know? And she's like, oh, maybe, you know, I don't know, because I don't just meet random guys. And I was like, well, you know, I can come, I can come meet you. She was like, okay, New Year's Eve Eve, uh, we decide to meet up. So I go meet her at this um, Burger King right there off of Drake and uh, Shields in Fort Collins. Do you know where that is? Yes, sir. I sure know exactly that location on the map. One word sentences. I love it. Um, (laughs) Smart ass. So we go meet up and I'm like, so I get out of my car. I'm driving the Subaru. She's driving this little blue blazer and she's sitting there with this little smirk on her face and I jump out, jump into her car. We go down the street and 69 times the band was playing and we go and we watch them play live that night. And then after that, we went back to her house. And I'll never forget this. Uh, she's taking me through the garage part. And it's like 2.30 in the morning. And she's like, you got to be quiet. My parents are sleeping. 
and I'll never forget thinking, damn, girl, you live with your parents still? And she, and she, I didn't say that, <laughs> but I like, so she said that she lived with her parents or their parents were sleeping. I thought that, and she goes, yes, I still live with my parents. That's what you're thinking. And I was like, oh boy, this girl reads my thoughts. That's scary. It's creepy is what that is. For the listeners, when they realize that that ended up becoming my wife, then it's not as creepy. But uh, we ended up watching a movie, uh, just hanging out and, you know, nothing, uh, Nothing non-PG, just hanging out, watching a movie. And so I'm, I'm dating this girl who, her name is Angela. And uh, where were you this whole time? What were you doing? Where were you at? I was, I was living with Sarah. Sarah. When, when, you and An, when you and Ange met, I was living with Sarah. Sarah, who? Sarah, I don't remember. Jugs. You, you live with her? Yeah, her and Lindsay. I don't remember that. Where did you guys live together? What? what? No, I don't want to. T- I want. Oh, okay, I want some. Come on. That might have been. That might have been during the, the double cold shoulder. That's what. That's what I call it. The double cold shoulder. So let me get into this for a minute because I lived with Mike for a year, and I was living. So I, we get into the year. Start dating Angela. She was dating. No, I hadn't started. I take that back. I had not started dating her. Wow, my memory is failing me, though. I was, uh, she was, she was dating, uh, now that I remember, she was dating Kevin. Kevin was this, uh, uh, he was going to see you as he was getting his degree in architecture and they were dating and I wanted to date her, but she was dating Kevin. So we were just strictly, and I say this in all respectful intents and purposes, uh, we were just hanging out as friends. But she was starting to dig me and Kevin was becoming uh, less and less relevant. And so April or so March of that year in 2005, we were at a Nuggets game. We were down in the um, store and she asked me if I could if I would be your boyfriend. And I said, um, sure. And then two days later, you and I went on a friendship trip of a lifetime. It was a five-day trip to the great state of Florida. <laughs> do you remember that? Here we go. Of course, of course I do. you do. And guess what? We're gonna call. We're gonna say that we're out of time today, and we're gonna pick. Oh, yeah. oh man! Next week, we're gonna talk about our fun, exciting, glorious trip to Tampa. Hey, Orlando. all in all, it was awesome. Sure, that's. I'm glad you remember it that all way. All in all, <laughs> I'm glad, all in I'm all, I'm glad you remember it that way. <laughs> because you're right. In, in, in hindsight, man, that was a, that was a good trip. But there is some um, there is some parts of that trip that were not necessarily as fun, but or necessary. Yes, we or necessary. But I am glad that you remember that because I am going to pick your brain next time, next week when we. I remember the hotel. I remember the car we drove. I remember the what color. What it looked like. What was the, the what the was the red, color? The oh, maroon yeah. vehicle. I remember it all too. Oh yeah. We went to Kennedy Space Center. Yes, let's wait till next week for that. Yes, 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 yes. Okay. Sounds good to me. We're out of time. Yes. Uh, you have been listening to TK's A Brigade. I'm your host, TK, along with Chris, my co-host. Till next time. Yeah, till next time. We're going to pick up where we left off this week with the um, trip to Florida for spring break and all the fun, the good, the bad, and the ugly of that story and so much more. 
Go like and subscribe. Come on, you people that are listening. Subscribe for a dollar a month. Help us out, man. Throw some love our way so we can keep these stories going because then we can quit our day jobs. Ha! <laughs> yeah, right. Right? We need our beans. Come on, people. So show some love. Find, like, and subscribe, Anchor, Google, Amazon, uh, and continue to follow as we head down this road of our friendship on the good, the bad, and the ugly here on TK's A Brigade. Until next time, people. Peace.